Hi, I'm Hayley and you are listening to Your Birth Stories, the podcast that covers all types of birth, removing the scary narrative that we have around birth by hearing real, raw and honest stories from amazing strong women. This episode, I spoke to my good friend Claire. Her birth wasn't actually a hypnobirthing birth, but when I heard her tell me that she loved her labours, it set me on a path to finding out more about how that could be and hence becoming a hypnobirthing instructor. I wanted to hear about what made Claire's experience without hypnobirthing so positive and what mindset she had going into both births and whether she had any regrets or advice. I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as we did chatting about it. So, welcome to my first podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got Claire with me today and um, I'm going to be talking to Claire about her both of her births um she's got two children um and I've written Claire's title down as the girl who planted the seed of loving her births so (laughs) you were like the first person that really put the thought into my head of when you said to me I loved my labors yes that's true it's exactly yeah exactly what I said and I still say it now and I was like what do you mean you love them yeah and um yeah, so I want you to talk more about your births um, with Albie and Joni. Um, and I've got a list of questions, and I'll just interject as we go along. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Albie is obviously same age as Rory. So first birth, that was like seven and a half years ago. Yes. They were born on the same day, for anyone that's interested. Um, so tell me about, I mean, I really know, but it's for yeah. everyone else, <laughs> yeah. about your birth with Albie. Like... How did it how did it start? Okay, so we Abby was overdue by about five days. Yeah. Um, and I did the whole right, let's go out, let's have a curry. Um, I think it's someone's birthday. So we went down to the local curry house. Did feel a bit weird actually during yeah. that curry, like something wasn't quite right. Anyway, six o'clock the next morning, after that, the contraction started at home. Quite spaced out, nothing too major. But I remember it was like the one Sunday my mum had gone to work. Yeah. So I had to quickly call her, get her to leave work. Um, and I think we were at home for quite a while because they sort of say to you to stay yeah. for as long as you can. Yeah. yeah. And we knew that once we were in hospital, the likelihood was we was going to be sent away yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's like so once worst night. Yeah, there. exactly. To think that you're going in and you're going to have mm-hmm. this baby and then for them to go, well, actually, no, mm-hmm. go home. Yeah. So I was really trying to avoid that. Um, and anyway, so we got in, I think it was probably about three o'clock in the afternoon then. So I'd probably been at home for like quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she was like three centimetres dilated. You can stay in. Um, got taken down to my own room, actually. So you were on the birthing centre. Yes. And so you had a vagina examination. Yeah. Did it even occur to you to not have one? No. It was just like, you. that's just what yeah, you do. That's yeah, that's the only way I'm going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I have to do. Yeah. If I don't have that done and I'm not three centimetres, yeah. then I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, and actually it was fine. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, horrific. Yeah. Um, I think I was just glad to hear at the end that yeah. you're three centimetres, you, you knew that's safe. Yeah. That you could stay and then. How, did So, I guess, like, you had the relief, like, oh, I'm three, so it's yeah. fine, I can stay. There wasn't, like oh my goodness, I've been in labour for so many hours and 
I thought I'd be more. You didn't no, have any expectations. No, you were just relieved to stay. Yeah, I just I honestly didn't think I'd be three. Yeah. I think with the first, you don't really even know what three no, is. No, so it's true. You just know that that's a turning point yeah. that you need to get to. Yeah. Um yeah, I hadn't yeah, I wasn't disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was happy um to be taken down. Um yeah, got taken into the room. Nice how, how were you like feeling what did you have were you nervous were you excited um yeah like what can you remember yeah like, I remember um I've actually got a video of it yeah. my dad actually videoed it so I've seen that bit of the video yeah of you, so, like, walking yeah down. walking down arm in arm with yeah. my mother-in-law on one yeah. hand and my mum on yeah. the other and actually weirdly my um Dave's cousin yeah. his girlfriend had just given birth in that oh, hospital nice literally just given birth as I was coming in um so all his family so his aunties and uncles and everyone were there and sort of greeted me as I went in that's quite nice so so yeah and I remember having a contraction sort of in the video yeah I'm like head down everyone stops everyone behind stops now look up (laughs) big smile everyone like carries on walking behind me it's like a procession yeah it literally was like that so funny and then yeah I remember going to a lift up until I think it was a Catherine ward Mm -hmm that at Hillingdon yeah. that we were put on yeah went in the room um yeah I think the first thing I bought was my tv pass <laughs> amazing a bit, a bit of tv on yeah um they bought a shepherd's pie out which I didn't eat looked absolutely awful <laughs> got a nice photo of that but were you were you eating like throughout your labor no I really wasn't hungry because um I can probably interject and say now like both me and you had what I would probably say, like, standard long first-time yeah. labours. Like, they were long. Yeah, they were long. Um, but not unusual for a first-time mum. No. Um, but do you remember, like, keeping your energy up any other Do you know what way? I remember having was... Um, and I can't remember whether... I must have been told beforehand was those, like, dextrose tablets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the and energy I, Yeah, things. and I remember just having them. Right. And, um, yeah, because I just don't think I had any appetite. Yeah. I definitely didn't eat at all and yeah. I think yeah drink wise just water mm-hmm. um they, they sort of say to you when you're in there sort of don't have this don't have yeah. that yeah um but yeah no didn't eat I think just the dextrose tablets because obviously you do you know you're going a long time without time. eating anything yeah. you start to get yeah. tired and yeah. obviously there's so much going on um but yeah so got your tv pass got my tv pass <laughs> Um, and then we yeah and I think then it was just about the pain relief yeah so obviously they would come in then and I got the gas in there quite early on what did what had you had did you have a birth plan with you no you didn't have a birth plan no I didn't did you not have an appointment with the midwife like I think it's normally about 36 weeks like talking through what you would like for birth do you remember having that no and I I don't ever and I think I remember a sheet in the folder where you were supposed to write it down yeah but I don't know if I ever did right maybe it's something she sent me away to do yeah but I never did it I kind of was always like I'm just gonna go with with the flow yeah but you were happy to go on the birth centre, like yeah. you, you were like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that was always so, the plan. That I was going to go to hospital, and so you knew that being on the birth centre, you couldn't have an epidural. No, yeah, no, yeah, I knew, knew that. that. Yeah, and okay. I was, I was absolutely fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't worried 
about that. I wasn't I wasn't worried about the pain because I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. So to me, I was just gonna whatever happened. I was just gonna I was gonna be able to get through it. Yeah. I yeah. knew I knew it it would but be fine. That's like already an amazing mindset to go into birth with because especially first time birth when you haven't done a lot of research um normally people haven't done a lot of research because they're terrified yeah that's normally why people haven't educated themselves because they're just like I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle the pain so I'd just rather not think about it but for you you were like I'm not going to think about it because I know I'm just going to get through it yeah exactly I know it's going to be fine Yeah. yeah and I think had had I started looking into it and and maybe talking to people and hearing that it it was it was so bad and, and people could be really negative yeah. because it is a painful experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I then would have started to worry. Yeah. And I think then it, it might not have gone so smoothly because in my head I might be thinking, well, this person said this. So at this point mm-hmm. I might be feeling this yeah. and I might have been worrying like about reaching it. You almost. know, people said once you get to seven centimetres, then you're in established labour, mm-hmm. I think they then call that. Yeah. At that point, you know, it's going to be terrible. Then I might have been worried about getting yes. to, to seven yeah. centimetres. And I didn't have any of that worry. I didn't, you know, every time they came in and sort of examined me, which was every four hours, right. it wasn't a lot. Um, it didn't It didn't move that fast. And, you know, I'd still be at like yeah. four, five yeah. for quite a long time. Yeah, that's actually... Um, that's actually quite frequent to be checked. Really? Yeah, it's actually quite frequent. Oh, see, I thought that, I mean, that was what we were told at the time. Yeah, I know, that's it, that's it, it's just, I mean, I guess norms have changed probably even in a seven-year period. Yeah. Um, And it probably does, maybe it differs from trust to trust. Yeah, maybe, yeah. As well. But yeah, that is quite interesting because there is like, you know, in hypnobirthing, we do talk about the fact that having someone examine you kind of throws you out of your bubble yeah, I get and, that and that can actually set you further back in yeah. terms of dilation yeah definitely yeah just because they're kind of interrupting your flow in your zone so I want that could have been a factor but at the same time it could have just been a long first time yeah labor and that might have been just normal for you and also I think it is you know if if you have a become any more dilated in those four hours mm. I think then it lowers your mood as well yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. You, you know you could be like oh yeah definitely you, you can really think that you're going to be somewhere yeah. and you're not and yeah, then you're a bit definitely yeah a bit disappointed yeah with that um but yeah it was definitely every four hours I remember and so who did you have with you in the so I had my husband at the time yeah actually wasn't my husband at the time <laughs> he was my husband <laughs> no, now yeah <laughs> no um he was there and I also had my mum so yeah. they were my birthing partners okay. who were allowed to. Yeah. But actually, throughout the course, I had my dad come in. That's so sweet. Um, I had my brother come in who who lasted maybe two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're straight back out. Younger right. brother. Yeah. He was like, yep, okay, I've seen, seen you. Seen enough. <laughs> yeah. See you later, good luck. Yeah. Out the room. Um, Dave's mum. Yeah. My husband's mum. Him, she came in. Yeah. Probably for like a good hour. Really? Um, yeah, we just sort of sat in the room and... You know, there's pictures of her, like, with me and, like, oh, rubbing my back yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, in that respect, they were quite laid back. Yeah. But there was only ever going to be, once it got yeah. serious, there was only ever going to be two. There yeah. was no, you know, that is the rules. Yeah. And how did you, having not done, like, a hypnobirthing course where we do, like, a whole module on the birth partners, like, did you did you feel, like, really supported by both your mum and 
your husband, like with Dave, or because quite often when when partners haven't had that knowledge or that education, they do tend to end up taking a bit of a step back. And... Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say that during that whole labour, I was much more reliant on my mum yeah. and she knew what to do. Yeah. Dave, although he was there and he was he was doing the right things, but it was my mum that was yeah. the person that was, you know, rubbing my back, you know, going to the nurse and saying, oh, could she have like a hot, I think it was like a hot sort of beanbag wrap yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that they brought out, um, you know, just sort of checking on me mm-hmm. more, like, do you need a drink? Do mm-hmm. you need this? Whereas, yeah, Dave was quite happy, I think, to take that back seat yeah. and I was happy for him to do that. Yeah. Um, I I, I, I don't know if I would have felt as confident without my mum being there, yeah. actually. And if it was just me and Dave, mm-hmm. I don't know how things would have been because he's a real worrier mm-hmm. and a real and he panics. Yeah. And I think that he was, you know, I think that his, he might have passed that on to me. But because my mum was there, yeah. I felt really, yeah. you know... So, yeah, I think it worked really... Obviously, he would always have been there because mm-hmm. he was, you know... Albie's dad and he totally wanted to be there yeah. but definitely took a back seat yeah 100% yeah yeah no I completely get that it was more or less exactly the same in my first labour as well um and me and you are quite similar in that we're really close to our mums yeah um and our mums are quite um I don't know what the word is for it like I mean they're they're, they're proper they're mothers aren't yes, they yes they like, are they're, yeah they're, their job is to take care of us. Yes, it is. And and when you're feeling vulnerable, like me and you would want our mum there. Yeah, because you know that they're going to look after you. You you know that you can totally, it's that person, the one person that you can totally, whatever happens in this room, they're going to sort it out for you. Yeah, they've got it. They've got it, yeah. Yeah. We haven't got to worry because they're here. Yeah. You know, whatever this throws at us. Yeah, definitely. They're they're quite strong women. Yeah, they are massively. And yeah, yeah, they're, you know, and they're not afraid to like speak to the nurses and sort of say, well, I think this, this and this, yeah. you know, because when you're in labour, you don't always feel like you can, you can ask the nurses no, stuff. No, no. So you feel like you're sort of going through everyone else. Like, yeah. Can you ask the nurse yeah, this? Yeah. Like, and also, our mum's probably just picking up on what we need exactly. at that point. Exactly, you wouldn't even probably have needed to actually verbalise no, it. No. She just be. would have known. Yeah. So then, yeah, so you, you started to come onto pain relief. So yes. at what point did you ask for it or were you offered it? Do you remember? Um, I think I was offered it, and I was literally like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was offered gas and air. No, I think actually first they give you... Paracetamol. Paracetamol. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. That's great. Right. Paracet- not. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a bit worse than a headache, but that's why, yeah, we'll try that. So paracetamol, and then I think the gas and air came in, mm-hmm. so you see the canister, mm-hmm. show you how to use it. And then later on, I think probably around six to seven centimetres when the pain was getting bad, mm-hmm. then they brought in the pethidine mm-hmm. along with also an anti-sickness yes. tablet because it can make you really yes. sick. It didn't for me. Like, it was fine. Yeah. And that really took the edge off. Yeah. Re- like, more than the gas and air. Yeah. Um, but also, when you've got the gas and air and you you actually forget a lot of the times to take it out of yeah. your mouth. Yeah. So you're literally just constantly... You become like... You do become reliant on you it, do. don't you? Yeah. Whereas, like, they, they actually come, the nurses would come and take it off me and be yeah. like, right, you know, you haven't got a contraction at the moment. Yeah. Put that down. Yeah. Do you know, it's really funny because, um, yeah, I actually think about the gas and air. Like, I had this rhythm. Like, I was on this rocking chair and I had the gas and air <laughs> and I was clinging onto it and I was just rocking backwards and forwards. And I was just in a zone and in a flow. And that was what was getting me through. Yes. And I truly believe that, like, 
the techniques that you learn in hypnobirthing actually just replace that crutch of the gas gas and yeah. air. It doesn't matter what that thing is. No, you just it's need just that having thing. a tool it's to true. get you through. Yeah. So it's just if you haven't got those tools and someone offers you the gas and air, you're gonna use that. Yeah, of course you yeah. are. And you know, everybody that you speak to They'll be like, make sure you take the gas and air. Mm. Make sure you take, make sure you take the gas and air, yeah. and you know that'll really help. Yeah. And you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> At so, first, I hated it. Well, it can make some people feel yeah. quite sick. Yeah. Again, like a couple of people I've spoken to actually couldn't continue yeah. with it because yeah. it can make you and feel it's a weird way of breathing. It is, and it doesn't. It makes you feel funny, and it yeah. makes you feel, makes you feel a little bit out of control. Yeah, it does. So if you don't like that feeling, yeah. you're of not being like when it. you really want to be in control because mm-hmm. of what's happening. Mm. Yeah, I can understand why some people go, no, I don't actually like that because it does sort of set you back a little bit from what's going on. Yeah. And that can be a little bit worrying when all this is going on and you're thinking, I need to be clear in my head. But actually, do you know what? The thing that we need to be is not really clear in our head, but we don't... We don't think that at the time. Like, no. We, yeah, of course, we want to be in control. Like, our worst... Our fear is of being out of control. But in in order to birth, like, efficiently you almost need to let that go because yeah. if your brain is engaging it's going to be interrupting your birth hormones yeah. so it is it is a funny one it's yeah it's yeah. about relearning that I can't be in control when I'm in that situation yes. yeah it's exactly it um so you have pethidine yeah um and how soon before you actually gave birth did you have that pethidine like it was quite a long time before because right. it took a long time for him to, to, to push him out. Right. It was a long time before. And I think it even got to a point where they'd offered me a second lot. Oh, really? And then I was worried because I heard that it could make the baby sleepy. Yeah. So I think I turned down, this, even though I probably really wanted mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I was worried about yeah. him being born. Well, I didn't know it was him, but yeah. the baby being born sleepy. So yeah. I think I, but I think there was enough time in between the first and the second lot for them mm. I don't know what the time bracket is, actually. Mm, no, I'm not but, sure, actually. Yeah, I definitely was offered a second lot of it. And did it ever occur to you to want to use water in your first birth, like a pool or...? No, it didn't on the first one. And I didn't with the second, but it's something I really wish that I'd done now. Yeah. I really do. Um, but not with the first at all. I think maybe I thought about it on the second a bit more. But no, it's, but it's something, like, I think if I ever had a third... Yeah that I would love to do, definitely. I think it would be... And actually, I was in labour with my sister-in-law at Christmas. And she didn't really have a birth plan either. I was at Hillinden, the same hospital. And she was finding the pain really bad. And um, she'd asked me to come up and be in with her. And literally, just before I got there, she'd had an epidural. Um, And then after that, she was like, I really wish I'd had a water birth. And I was like, I wish I'd just got there that little bit quicker. Yeah, or that you'd known. That's what she and I could have said, and I could have helped her through that. And gone, no, 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 come on, you want this water birth, don't have this. Because obviously, once you had the epidural, it's out of the question. Oh, what a shame. And actually, her epidural didn't even work. But it was still, you know, she'd had it, and they're not going to then put you in a pool. No, it is amazing. Yeah, and I think she was really, you know quite guided about yeah. that so yeah. that was a shame and yeah it's something that I would definitely want to do next time yeah yeah benefits of having a birth plan yes <laughs> for next time yeah obviously. For ne- <laughs> next time Dave don't listen yeah to don't this. listen <laughs> it's not happening um okay so it was so the last like not last stage but second stage of labor so pushing stage yes or birthing stage as we like to call it 
um, was quite a long, same, same Very as long. me actually, we yeah. had really, really similar birth, so it was really long, really long, long uh, second stage labour, so yeah. actually well, that's what I was going to ask you, like do you remember what positions you were like yeah. basically and actually what had changed from when I had Joni mm-hmm. was that I was laid on the bed oh did you yeah which is obviously the, and actually with Joni I wasn't allowed to lay down sit down anything right so it had changed yeah, in those yeah, yeah. two and a half years yeah um but no yeah laying on the bed I think they tried on on the on my side I remember doing that um but it was just hours yeah. of of pushing and obviously, I felt every, I hadn't had an epidural or anything, so I was feeling every yeah. single one yeah. of those. And I think actually for me, I was just going with it because I knew he had to come out, and yeah. I didn't want him to be a forceps delivery. I didn't want to have a C-section. I thought I've got so far now, yeah. so I just kept carrying on. But I think for my mum and Dave watching, it was quite awful yeah. to watch. Yeah, that part of it. Yeah. Um, whereas for me, I didn't realise sort of how bad it had got. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I think I was so you kind of just really, focusing yeah. on on getting him out. Um, yeah, I've, I was going to ask you a question then. I've lost my train of thought on it to go, with regards to the second stage of labour. So you were on your back. Yeah. But like knowing what you know now, um, do you think that you would have just like been more active and got up? And, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and which are exactly how I was with Jodie, mm. much more active labour. Mm-hmm. And it was quicker, whether or not that's because it was my second anyway. Yeah. And they do tend to yeah, sort of get yeah, quicker. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the approach that the midwives took was definitely different. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of a bit like, well, I, I definitely sat down. I mean, I remember watching an episode of TOWIE mm-hmm. in bed yeah. with Albie. There was not, there was literally none of it. Yeah. They had me walking up and down stairs. Really? Yeah. That's brilliant. That is really, I mean, yeah. that is what what you should be doing it's what they should be telling you to do but it's crazy what that two and a half years it's like only two and a half years it's not a big did it's not a big amount of time is it no and also like for the pushing stage of labor like being on your back is the worst Worst. it's the worst position i know and i was in that for a long time it's like a baby has to defy gravity to get out in essentially yeah and also like um so something that I teach in hypnobirthing is when you are in an upright forward and open position your pelvis gains an extra 30% of space for the baby to get through so it's quite it's a lot that's a lot it's an extra third of space the baby has to get through so on top of that like your coccyx bone so the bottom of your spine is actually a little flexible bone but if you're lying on your back it can't move out the way so it's curled under so that's why baby kind of has to go up and over it to get out so you can kind of see why being on your back just wasn't working it just doesn't no. work and you're more likely more likely to tear yeah and more likely to need forceps and kind of intervention for lying on your back but yeah luckily you didn't need any no, forceps no. or anything I mean we were sort of I think we were buying time at yeah. the end I think everybody was getting a bit sort of you know do we need to go down to yeah do we need to take down for four set delivery? Yeah. He is now, I think, you know, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was about three hours, yeah. which is really long time. Yeah, long but because time. his heartbeat remained so strong throughout, they weren't worried that he was in distress or, right. and they let, you know, let me carry on pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the end, she's like, right, I've got one last idea. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, go sit on the toilet. Right. And sort of, you know, next contraction, do it as if, you're going to go to the toilet. Yeah. And um, she put this, like, um, 
you know, one of those like cardboard yeah. sort of bowls. I think they're sick bowls. Like underneath, underneath. The toilet yeah. yeah. So sort of she put that, and then literally that push, his head was delivered. Amazing. So that was probably the first time I'd got up in yeah. that whole labour. But that was probably the fact of you in that position would have opened your pelvis right up. Yeah. And I was standing yeah. position. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that whole time I was laying down. Mm. I wasn't ever standing up. Yeah. So, Crazy. yeah, as soon as I say one push head, second push body. So, did you have any tearing or stitches or anything? I did have stitches, but it was like minimal. Okay, that's I amazing. can't remember what they call it degree wise. but just first degree or yeah. surface tear. Yeah, that's amazing. That yeah, is really so, good considering it was such a long yeah. period of time. And how did you feel about the recovery after Albie? Like, did you find it difficult, like physically? Um, not physically, I didn't. Mentally, yeah, was hard with Albie. Yeah. I was literally out of that hospital it, within four hours of oh, him being my born. Goodness. So first time mum, didn't yeah. know how to breastfeed. Yeah. Didn't really actually know that you had to feed a baby every three hours, no. two hours. Didn't, didn't know anything. So scary. Yeah, it? literally got sent home after that. You know, not not horrific. It wasn't horrific, mm. but it was long and it was hard. Mm. And yeah, literally, I think no, I think I had him at seven, mm-hmm. and I was discharged around twelve, half twelve, <gasps> and sent crazy. home. Crazy. Yes, yeah, so there really was no aftercare. I think they bought me a bit of toast, yeah. a cup of tea. Um, obviously, did his checks. He was fine. Yeah, well, off you go. Yeah, basically. And see, I had Rory at like 10 o'clock that day or like 10 20 mm. um and I well, I mean I wasn't in that hospital I was in Watford but I was overnight so I had the whole day there the whole night there and actually didn't get out of the hospital until like the afternoon the next day yeah so even though I hated it and I wanted to be home yeah, of course I did get that extra support from like midwives yeah of course in order, like for feeding and have you changed his nappy because yeah. I have like no ideas oh my god no change yeah. his nappy what? yeah well I don't you, know, you don't yeah. have any no, clue what you're no doing no clue no clue and and then I got lulled into this real false sense of security because what you tend to find is after the babies are born they sleep yeah. for a long time yeah and they have this really long sleep. I don't know if that's sort of a, a thing. But They're exhausted. Yeah. yeah, they've been through a lot. Yeah. So he slept like pretty much that whole first day. Yeah. And I didn't even think to wake him up and feed him mm. in that time. So obviously then he woke up at it was quite late, like maybe like nine at night. Yeah. And then was literally like beside himself. And I didn't know why. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong? These babies just crying and crying oh, and crying. Geez. So but then Obviously, I'm trying to breastfeed, but don't really, again, didn't know what I was doing. Of course so not. I was like, right, well, you know, I didn't even have the bottles or anything ready or sterilised because I wasn't going to use them. No. You know, I was going to breastfeed. I was, yeah. But then, you know, a couple of hours into it, we're like, right, I'm going to have to give him a bottle yeah. because, you know, what well, I'm like, well, how do I um, how do I even do this? Yeah. How do I make this bottle? How do Jeez. I sterilise this? So obviously trying to look for instructions. So and stressful. Yeah. Like, you know, we just weren't prepared for that first so night. So scary that, like you could just be sent home within four hours yeah. and you know without having someone of already established breastfeeding or made a decision that they are bottle feeding but like yeah. just to send them home be like see you later good luck with your new firstborn baby like yeah. it's just it is crazy, crazy yeah it is crazy and I and I do think that it's something that needs to be looked at is mm. the way you know when my mum had me mm. they were in for like seven days yeah they were 
you know, they they had the chi- they had the babies taken off them at yeah. night, yeah. and the midwives would look after them so they could get a, a good night's sleep. Yeah. You know, it's so different, ima- isn't it? Yeah, imagine that for mm. us. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. But you know, it. it I think there is an element of it's more it's more known about now that we ha- we need to educate ourselves about you know how to take care of the baby afterwards yeah. but I mean I was in the same boat as you I, I had by chance stumbled upon a breastfeeding course yeah actually I rocked up there thinking it was a relaxation course and they were like oh no sorry this is the breastfeeding <laughs> course and I was like I've come all the way to Watford I might as well yeah, stay yeah if I hadn't have done that course like I would have found breastfeeding even harder than it already is yeah um but yeah I just think for young mums they're not really given, they're not directed to the right places no. or like, have you done research on breastfeeding or, you know, have you done a course or do you know, if you're not going to breastfeed, do you know how to bottle feed? Do you know yeah, what you're doing? There's nothing, and, and, and the midwives, you know, they really push you to yeah. breastfeed and they, they've got, you know, strong mm. opinions on that yeah. it's the right thing to do, but actually they don't, that doesn't come with any support. No. So, if if they were backing that with support, I think it'd be so much more yeah, effective. Yeah. You know, if they were saying that this is this is really good for your baby, you know, this is the best way to feed your baby, do it this way. Mm. But you know, so we'll give you this support and mm. you know, show you how to do this and that so that you can really yeah. give it your best shot. Yeah. But you're kind of told, you know, that it is the best thing for your baby and you be- you genuinely believe that, mm. but then you don't know how to make it work. No, and which when, then makes you feel rubbish. Yeah, and when you are when you have got a brand newborn baby and they have that newborn scream, it's like you will do anything in your power to stop that scream to like, to fix it. Like Mm -hmm. whatever it takes, like fix it. So if that's, I can't latch this baby on and like, and you haven't got any education on breastfeeding, it would be like, I need to feed this baby ASAP because it's just something triggers in you. I mean, that's built into us. Like it's, that's, the survival of the, the human yes, race is, yeah. is based on that instinct. Um, but yeah, so moving on to um, your second birth. Yes. Um, again, like you, from, because obviously then your second birth was, what, two years before mine maybe? Or less so than two, a year and a half maybe? So 2014 March. Yeah, just a year and a half. about a year and a half, yeah. Um and I remember you saying to me, um, literally, it's going to be quicker. Yeah. He's going to... Well, I didn't know it was a hit yeah. either. Um, less pushing. Like, Definitely so much less easier. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but will it be? Will it be? And actually, Huxley's birth was exactly what you said it would be. It was half the time yeah. and literally, like, three pushes. Yeah, and, he was and they're, out. They're, they're out, yeah. And I was like, this is literally Claire called it. <laughs> like, it was so weird. So weird. But, so, what I was... Gonna say, but so sorry. Going back to Albie's just for a second. Yeah. Ha, like you came out of that birth. I mean, obviously you sh- you had you did struggle. You're quite open yeah, with yeah, yeah. like having postnatal depression, and you did yeah. struggle with that. Yeah, massively. Do you think that there was any element of that that was down to the birth, or no, no, I don't, don't. I don't, I don't think the birth had any impact on that. No, I think perhaps the aftercare. Yeah didn't help towards the situation yeah um but actually only that that only that being released from hospital early actually when I said you know to my health visit uh, I can't remember if it's health visit or midwife mm. how I'm feeling mm. actually the support yeah, that they plowed in after that was unbelievable mm-hmm. you know they they couldn't have done more yeah. for me yeah so although 
I think being discharged too quickly mm-hmm. maybe it was a trigger mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could, you know, you just don't know no, what triggers these sort of things. But actually, like, you can't fault that if you're open with them and honest yeah. about how you're feeling, yeah. so supportive. That you know, all, 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 I think, you know, I remember my dad saying, you know, if you keep saying things like this, they're just going to take him off you. Mm-hmm. You know, scary. like, and my mum was like, no, she's doing the right thing. She's yeah. saying exactly how she feels. And these people can then yeah. have, you know, put in the work that they need to yeah. to, to make you well again because yeah. it's an illness. Mm-hmm. Like, that Absolutely. you have to work with and you know seven years down the line with Albie you know I hardly even yeah remember that but yeah. I think if I hadn't have asked for that help I think I'd maybe still be struggling now yeah. a bit but so many people don't ask for the help mm. do they so no. many people just are not as honest as with with their feelings and stuff and um yeah and then they don't get the support no and people will like god I had family members sort of saying, you know, we just need to cheer up and, mm. you know, and again, as it would labour, I was just lucky to have my mum that would be would be like, no, 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 it's, mm. you know, this is fine. Yeah. You know, this is how you're feeling. So don't be scared to say, yeah. you know, she was quite open to talk about it. She wouldn't go, That's oh, amazing. just, you know, just be, you're just a bit tired or, yeah. you know, be quiet about mm. it. You know, shh, don't say anything. Like, it's like it was valid. Yeah, it was a valid point yeah. that she yeah. knew, you know, she would talk to the health visit, she would talk to yeah. the midwives and you know, she would sort of update them on how That is thing. amazing. That yeah. is amazing that you've got that support. So in terms of the birth, you Kate, when you look at the birth, you how do you feel about that birth? Like, I think it was like amazing. Like I, well, I mean you watched Towie, so yeah, you had two parts. The X Factor. I think there was three good programmes on it. It was a Sunday night. <laughs> the only so. thing that ruined it was the Shepherd's Pie. Shepherd's Pie was really bad. I've got a photo of it as well. I actually took a photo. It's in my birth album. That's hilarious. How about this? Like Dave lifting up the lid, just sort of brilliant. looking at it. Like, what is this? It was just awful. And he was born on the loot. Such a story. Such a story. But yeah. it was so... And I actually loved having that time with... More so with my mum. I know it sounds bad. Obviously, like, Dave's yeah. there. But, you know, just... just we, we, yeah, so we was, like, walking up and down the corridors yeah. and talking about, like... She would talk about, like, her mum and Aww. talk about, like... Just, like, a time that you would never have where it's yeah. just the two of you. Yeah. In this really weird hospital, walking up and down corridors. Yeah. But just... With, you know, and I'd stop and she'd like rub my back. And it's a month, I guess it is a really like monumental time for a mum that their daughter is about to become a mum. Yeah. As well. So for them, um, yeah, we're lucky that we have got that relationship with our mum. Yeah, definitely. That, we, that they could be there for our births. Um, so when you were pregnant with Joni, how were you then feeling about? the birth coming up it's like you were fine it's exciting the right right. can I say yeah yeah, of course you can because people like honestly like they're like you're mad like how can you even use that word but yeah I was like really looking forward to it again I was like really like you know and 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 I kind of had it in my head that this time it's going to be easier because a lot of people said the second ones you know it's quicker yeah um I thought the pushing can't get anywhere surely Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, so you I was weren't really... scared of the pain again? Like, because a lot no. of people that haven't done any sort of hypnobirthing or like coping mechanisms have that first birth and it shocks them. It's like yeah. sometimes it shocks them. They're like, I was not expecting, expecting that at all. Um, and then so when they get pregnant the second time, the fear's worse yeah. because they, they haven't dealt been, with it no. the first time. And they've been through it and they actually know exactly. Yeah. But for you, 
I guess you took so many positives out of just like the whole thing Experience. rather than just focusing on just just it hurting just, just it hurting yeah 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 it was actually like it and it and actually like the fact that whatever pain you're going through you're gonna have a baby at the yeah. end of this like yeah. how exciting yeah like I didn't know the sex of either of mine yeah. you know there was like such excitement yeah that I just thought whatever this is it's just a, it's a means to an end yeah and it's gonna be an amazing end yeah so I wasn't you know, focusing on, like, I knew it was painful, mm-hmm. but it was for a good thing. Yeah, it was for a good thing, and you know that you can do it. Yeah, and it was, a lot of it was just, like, keeping calm. Yeah. And, and not lo- and not screaming and shouting. I mean, my mum and Dave Absolutely. still joke, you know, I didn't make a sound. No. And it was, like, when they were chatting it, it was like, you know, head down, yeah. eyes closed. Yeah. Get through it, it's only going to last, you know, a minute, you know. So what coping mechanisms did you use? Like, because... It sounds like you kind of got into like a mindset of what we teach in like hypnobirthing without having done any of like the hypnobirthing yeah. course. Um, because it wasn't really a, about as much. I mean, we didn't Definitely really know wasn't, anything no. about I don't it. Know. I think I'd then. heard of it, but yeah. no more than that. No, but actually it is all about like mindset and getting in your zone and feeling safe and feeling secure and finding you know teaching those coping mechanisms and those and those tools to use and so I would say like going within yourself and just you know zoning out and just breathing through it yeah you know essentially that's kind of the essence of it and you were doing that and that's what I did and that 100% that's what worked for me yeah you know not not having, you know, I think if I'd started about, because, you know, some of the noises you hear, yeah. I think if I'd gone down that route of, like, screaming and shit, yeah. I think you lose it then. Yes, and then how do you ever bring it back yeah. again? Yeah. You know, you've got yeah. to, there's got to be, and, and the, the whole time in my head I was telling myself, like, this is going to be over in a minute. Yeah. yeah, it's painful. Yeah. But it's fine. So and you basically changed, like, the narrative of what, like, what you're supposed to feel in a in a contraction yeah, which like still people yeah it's the, amazing to this day it is amazing yeah like, people think i'm joking yeah no it's amazing yeah when i say to them no i, I literally love my best mm. they're like just, that's a joke like yeah like they're like shut up but you know <laughs> they just cannot get their head around yeah. that i would actually say that i love I, lo- yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I loved it you yeah. know i really enjoyed it it's brilliant so with joni um yeah, so it was half the time. Half the time, yeah. literally, literally half the time. Two pushes, head, body. Yeah. Um, I think the sort of established labour was really short. Yeah. Again, it took that little bit of time to get up to that seven centimetres. Mm-hmm. But once I was at it, it was all literally action stations. So, yeah, yeah I was at... Um, what position were you in when you... Standing. Standing The up. whole time. And when you gave birth? When I gave birth, standing. yeah. Um, Who, well, actually, no, I think I was on the bed on all fours. Right. Yeah. yeah, so upright, forward, and open. Yeah, they do. They yeah. literally got me on the bed, like awful position. Yeah, you're just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what yeah, they can yeah. all see here. No, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's literally two pushes: one, two, the head, Amazing. body. Still got the ring of fire. Yeah. So I always remember Dave's aunt saying to me, "You'll know the baby's about to come, and you'll get this ring of fire." Yeah. And she said in her head that song. Like, bam, 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 yeah. the ring of fire. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Yeah, <laughs> so both times. Uh, that song's got it in my head. Really? Yeah, oh, that's I love the song. It. That's I got, love yeah, it. That's brilliant. That's gone around my head. And you get that burn. Yeah. And you're like, Here, this is it. Like, yeah. Do you know what? Having had, um, obviously, a land birth the first time, and then two water births after that, 
you still feel the crowning with water burst, but I don't think it's as burny. No, I can imagine the water would probably yeah. Um, and that is what we say, like, one of the benefits of water yeah. is it kind of acts as a counter-pressure, like, against your perineum. So yeah. it helps, and it also helps, water helps you kind of stretch out sort of thing. But, yeah, I remember the feeling very well, with, yeah. <laughs> especially with, with Rory, with my first birth. Um, and I think with the other births, it felt more like a stretch than a sting. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it's definitely a sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that water obviously does take the edge if you don't yeah. feel that. Yeah, for definite. Um, so you're in upright, forward and open position. So it's probably, yeah, it probably did contribute, as well as it being a second birth, contribute yeah. to the ease of it. So did you catch her between your legs? No, or? the midwives. Okay. Yeah, midwives obviously did that. Um, then Dave wanted to say what it was, mm-hmm. so we didn't know. So he was sort of looking... Fa- it seemed like phages <laughs> for about five minutes. So he's like, "It's a boy. Yeah, it's a boy." That's hilarious. And um, and uh, so I was like, "Oh, okay." Like everyone's like, the midwife's going, "No, no, no. Look again. Look again." Do you know, this happened to my cousin. Yeah, he's like, "It's a boy. It's definitely a boy. I can see, can see the balls." <laughs> and um, they're going, "Look again." And he's like, "Oh, is it a girl?" So no one could quite work out. So I'm sitting oh. there going, well, "I don't know what this baby is." Oh, bless. Um. But yeah, it was quite funny that he would literally got it wrong about three times. Because everything's swollen. Everything's swollen, yeah. so it looked like a pair of balls. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's like, yes, boy. Oh. And um, yeah, and then obviously it turned out to be a girl. And yeah, and I don't remember her, because um, I had problems delivering the placenta with right. her. So I don't remember the skin to skin with her, because I mm. think they were really concerned. Right. But maybe I did, and then gave her back like quite quickly. But I remember mm. my mum having her for quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't really spoken about the placenta or with Albie. So yeah. do you remember, was it a natural third stage, like a natural placenta, placental delivery? Like, or did you have the injection? Both times had the injection. Um, yeah, so I had to sign something to agree that basically they would administer that as right. soon as he, was, he she was born, I think. Oh, really? I'm sure I had to sign something for it. I don't remember. Yeah, and I I did, and it, yeah, I'm sure you sign it, and then they basically admit they look at your notes, they administer it. it There's ejection away. in the top of your leg, but yeah, I definitely had that with both. Right, but you actually, even though you had the injection with Joni, long time, it took ages to come yeah. out, and they were a bit worried, really worried. Yeah, they were starting to panic a bit, mm. um, and again, weirdly, again, they took me to the toilet and said, right. sit, sit yeah, on the yeah, toilet yeah. and try and hold the thing underneath, yeah. try and see. And I'm not sure if it actually did get delivered on the toilet in the end. I can't remember. Um, but I know there was a lot of talk of mm. me going down to... Mm-hmm. I actually don't know what they do. If Well, it's surgery. Yeah, that's if what I did if think, yeah. if, if your like, cervix starts to, like... Um, like, everything starts to close up, then it ends up being surgery. But I guess... I'm guessing they would have put a bit of traction on the cord to try and pull it a little bit. Yeah. Um, which they normally do with the injection once you have another contraction um but yeah that is that's another thing I think that unless like you do any sort of antenatal or hypnobirthing course you're not really clued up on the placenta I don't think there's not a lot of emphasis put on that part of labor it's kind of like you've just got to get it out there's no real yeah. It's, it's just basically like that that has to come out it's very important that that yeah. comes out yeah. and that's it that's yeah. all you really know yeah so 
actually, if the best thing that you can do um, for the placenta to be born is put baby skin to skin and put the baby straight onto your chest because it stimulates all the oxytocin again, which is what you need for your uterus to contract again yeah. to birth the placenta. So if Joni wasn't with you, that probably yeah. would have had an impact on you not contracting and other things can affect it. Like if you get cold straight after birth, that your adrenaline goes up and right. then you're oxytocin. So people that have been in the water, they come out of the water after they've given birth, it's really important to stay warm so that your body can then you know, create oxytocin still for the placenta right. to be warm. Yeah, see, so, again, I wouldn't have... No. That's not something that they would that they ever met, told me. Mm, yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. So maybe there is a bit of a gap in, in what they're yeah. telling you about that part of labour. Yeah. I think it's more... It's definitely more spoken about now. And what about delayed cord clamping? Did you know anything about that? No. So for like the that. baby to get all of their blood from the placenta... Um, in order to do that, you have to wait for the cord to go white before they cut it. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. I mean, with with Rory, I didn't know anything no. about that. Yeah, either. no, I've never, and I wouldn't have known at what mm. point they cut the cord. Yeah, I know that they would have clamped it probably before they gave you the injection. If they knew they were giving you the injection, yeah. they probably would have just. Clamped See, by that it. point, you're in such a haze, aren't you? Yeah. You've got this up, but you don't. You kind of that is a bit where you do completely lose control. Yeah. You're kind of like. Do whatever you need to do now. Yeah. Like you've you've kind of feel like your job's done. The yeah. baby's here. Yeah. And then yeah, maybe you do need to be a bit more educated about what goes yeah. on. With my that. with my third birth, um, I was actually really really determined to have a natural third stage. And it sounds really weird. It's like why does it matter? It's not a baby. It's a placenta. But I was I think I was so detached the first two times, like in a haze. Yeah. Um, I felt really sick after Huxley. I had a bit too much bleeding. Um, so I wasn't really with it. But I did want delayed cord clamping for Huxley. So to make sure he got, got all of his yeah. blood from, from the placenta. But with Rumi, I really wanted to be present. I really wanted to kind of experience the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, it's the one part of my birth with Huxley that I felt sick for. And I just... I, just didn't feel right and they had to kind of pull it out because yeah. I was bleeding too much and it just it just wasn't the best part of my labour. So for this one I was like, I really want to be present. I really want to experience the whole thing. And and we really were, it sounds really odd, like standing around, like looking at my placenta. <laughs> like as it came out. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's so, it was so weird, but I didn't feel sick. I hadn't had the injection. I was so with it. And yeah. I was just like and then when it did come out and it was time to cut the cord, I felt really emotional because it was like, was finally cutting the cord between, well, yeah, kind of me, even though the placenta wasn't in me, yeah. and the baby. So actually, you know, it is a huge part of birth that we don't put any emphasis on, which I think can be really special yeah. as well. Yeah, we, we really don't. It's just sort of seen as the thing that you need to do at the end. Yeah, there, yeah there's no, nothing special no. Put about it. no. Like, no. you know, and I would never have thought of it as being so. Yeah. You know, you just think of it as part of, yeah. you know, it has to come out or yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So true. Oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so I was so excited to have you come and speak first on the podcast because I think the rest of the birth stories that I have will be hypnobirthing stories and... Actually, you were like the gateway into me going, 
how can someone love their birth? Like, what, you know, what do I need to do to get one of these, like, births? I know, and I love it that you didn't, you didn't dismiss, like, that you thought more about that. Like, you know, I said that to you and you didn't just go, oh, she's mad, like everyone else. Yeah. You're like, how is that, yeah, so? Yeah, and so I think, hopefully, for other people listening, because I think sometimes hypnobirthing can seem so far removed to someone that isn't pregnant or... Uh, it's their first baby and they're like oh no it's not for me it's not for me it seems too hippie whereas actually I feel like this could be a first step to someone going I want to have a birth that I love yeah how can I do that um and whether it is hypnobirthing course or whether it is just you know going into a really positive mindset like you did and just being like I can do it I believe I can do it you know I'm going to get through it whatever it is that person does hopefully it's kind of sets them on that path to like a positive experience yeah because why wouldn't you want to have, yeah. you know, a positive birth? Yeah. Why, you know, why wouldn't you want to look back and think, oh my God, I, I mm. really loved that. You know, it was a, a special memory, yeah. not one that I just want to forget about. Yeah. You know, which is some people come out and they, yeah. they don't want to talk about it. Absolutely. You know, they're just like, so you know, many, so many yeah. People, it's, it's, yeah it and, is then, you know, terrible. this is your, your baby being born into the world. Like, yeah. why not make it as, like, an amazing, as amazing as you can? Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um... So, I just want to double check that I've asked you all your questions, but I think you've probably covered so many um, of the things I'd already written down. If you could, and I suppose, I don't want to end it on a negative, so I'm going to go back to something afterwards, but was there anything on either of your births that you do regret, or that you would have done differently? Um... I think I've sort of said that I would like to have not gone home so quickly, but I guess that's not really part of the birth, is it? No. That's like more the after. Well, it kind of is. Only yeah. four hours after, yeah. it's still kind of part and of the birth. you know they they did let me stay in with Joni mm-hmm. for the night, and it made all the difference. Yeah. Um, I do but like that. I would have changed. Yeah. Um, probably nothing else really that I kind of go. I wish that had been different. Amazing. Or no, there, there's honestly not. There's nothing that I could that I ever looked back at and gone, oh, I wish I hadn't, or, you know, I wish that I hadn't gone into hospital so early. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't, you know, I felt like I went in at the right time. I'd mm-hmm. done what I could at home. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a, a, a regret will be not having a water birth. Yeah. I think, you know, I wish I'd looked into that more yeah. and been a bit more, you know, forward thinking with that. Yeah. And then and I could have done it because I was low risk. Yeah. There was no problems with, yeah. with Albie. So I could have, you know, because they look at, they sometimes look at your past pregnancy yeah. and say, oh, you can't, you know, because of this, this and that. Yeah. But, I could, you know, I was lucky and I could have. Yeah. So that, yeah, maybe that, like with Joni's birth, I think. Mm-hmm. I'll always wish I'd done that. Mm-hmm. And maybe even been at home. Mm-hmm. You know, the more yeah. I think about it now. You so could have had I, a home birth. I could have had a home yeah. birth. And I, and I remember them speaking to me about it yeah. with Joni and saying, again, low risk, you can have yeah. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I need to be in a hospital. Like, you yeah. know, I need, but I didn't. Yeah. So that's another thing that, yeah, like don't regret no that no no definitely I wish I'd looked at more yeah because I think I would have loved it yeah I really do yeah but yeah like you say it's not they're not even really like regrets are they because if you loved the birth like you loved it like yeah. there's, there's no need to wish that you'd done anything else differently but yeah maybe if there was another one <laughs> there's gonna be Dave don't worry no, don't worry Dave <laughs> um okay so one positive point yeah that you would take away from each one okay so wow um positive positive points from Albie's is obviously first baby and actually having such 
and actually realising that I could enjoy labour mm-hmm. and actually coming out of that and watching back on the video Dave's dad actually made a video not mm-hmm. of the actual birth mm-hmm. obviously but before and yeah. after and I must have watched that video about a oh hundred times God, and amazing. I still love to watch it now and just what an amazing experience it was having so many family yeah. around me at that hospital obviously because of what was going on with Dave's cousin yeah. um, that was a real positive that yeah. I literally had everybody up there um, and and Dave's dad actually captured all their reactions as really? they were told oh. so you see my dad on the phone to his dad saying they'd had a boy oh, called Albert oh, so God. that's all that's going, really special yeah and really it's all, special yeah so there's all those reactions and there's Dave's mum on the phone mm. to her mum saying it's a boy it's oh. a boy and um, you know quite tearful yeah. the grandparents coming in meeting Amazing. him so yeah I would take that that's way. a huge positive. Yeah, that's that, a huge positive. Um, and Joni, I think I would take away as a big positive is how well looked after afterwards I was. Really? And how they were really caring towards me. Um, I was worried about breastfeeding again because yeah. I felt like that had had a negative impact yeah. on me with Albie. Mm-hmm. They were very supportive over mm-hmm. offering me bottles. Yeah. You know, no no judge, judgments, no pressure. No pressure. Really, yeah. um, that was... You know, and also the midwives were just amazing. She was so lovely. I remember one with Joni let her shift over run because oh. she's like, I know you're going to have this baby soon mm-hmm. and I want to be here and I want to deliver the baby. So she said, I'm going to stay with you. I'm not going to finish my shift. Um, oh. and, and just having, you know, that time, that special time, just with those people, with Dave and my mum, mm-hmm. that I'll never probably have again where we're just yeah. in that It is a really excited, special time time walking you know walking around those corridors having those conversations mm-hmm. then real life you don't get the time to have yeah. but you had all those hours to just pass and it is it is like you know like how they say like airports yes. are like a place of like no time yeah it is it's like that like I guess like when you're in labor it is like it's like dead time isn't it it's like it's neither here nor there. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if I've got a word to describe no, it. No, I know, what, you know mean. what I mean. You're just in a bubble. Yeah, like, in a bubble. You know, there isn't, there isn't It's like everything life. else. Yeah, just everything like, else you know, is you don't, like stopped. You don't look at your you phone. Yeah. You know, your phone's gone. You're not yeah. looking at that. You're not interested. You know, you're just in this place waiting for the, the delivery of, mm-hmm. a ba- you know, your baby, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, unbe- you know, unbelievable when that baby's born and you're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just amazing. Oh, I love talking about it. I love it. <laughs> I know. I can't. This is the first time I've ever really talked about it. It's amazing. Like this, like in so much detail. It's it's actually made me a few times on this quite yeah, tearful. It is sort of it remembering is, it. It is so emotional. Yeah, so emotional. Um, I think we're gonna have to stop there. Though I think we, yeah, if we'd have had another hour, I think we should have gone into detail on Joni's birth. Yeah, definitely. You, you can always come back and, and talk yeah, about that. It's we like, talk about like therapy. It is. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. like, it is. Like, there's things that even I'd forgotten that I'm sort of thinking, God, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah. And yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you. It's honestly been lovely. And hopefully, this inspires and encourages and excites some other people definitely definitely like aim to enjoy your birth and to come out of it thinking that was a wonderful experience yes like you can't you know you can't do any better than that really i think definitely parting words yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks love (laughs) 
You've been listening to Your Birth Stories. I hope you enjoyed listening. You can find me on Instagram at ggandpickle, that's G-I-G-I-A-N-D-P-I-C-K-L-E, where you'll find resources on birth, breastfeeding, essential oils, and of course, hypnobirthing. You can also go straight to the website to book a hypnobirthing class or even read some more birth stories at www.ggandpickle.com. See you next time for our next birth story.